Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies cutting edge outdoors. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition. We are so thankful to be here every Saturday morning to be able to talk with you about sporting stuff, you know, fishing and hunting and other crazy stuff on the crazy train here. And uh, we do enjoy you listening and uh you know, making your comments when you want, and you can do that. You can call with comments or questions at 414-799-1250. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed, so you never know what's going to happen on this show. And when I say we, I mean my co-host over here to my left, Danny Bush, and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, as he gives me a look. (laughs) What's up, Danny? I know you're talking about how glad we are to be here. Well, I know it's really tired. Uh, yeah, me too. So is Ryan. He hasn't been to bed. Well, he's been to bed, but no sleep. Yeah, he, not for yeah. a good reason. Yeah, either. he said his wife kept waking him up in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> here's here's a quick story, real quick. Not to intrude on your show, but you want to hear about my wife? I did the Brewers game last night. We had an intern, so I had to kind of help him out. Things didn't go so well at, at times. I could throw him under the bus because he's not awake. He's young. <laughs> um, so I got home around 1:30 a.m. My wife was dead asleep. She didn't even wake up when I when I snuck into the bedroom. No. Stranger could have climbed into bed with her. She exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then he would have had to deal with my pain the next 20 years. <laughs> kidding, kidding. He would have left before <laughs> five. So I got up to come to work. She's still just dead asleep. Yeah. So for all she knows, I didn't come home last night. Oh. So I was thinking I should have just went to the casino. Yeah. And then came to work. Yeah, you could have made some money. But all right, I'm done. Well, you must be a real trustworthy guy then. I don't. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. So, Danny, anything important on your mind this well, morning? I can't find my keys. That's why I was almost late. I got up early, drank my coffee, everything nice and organized. My place is clean, and I couldn't find my keys. So I still can't find them. Your keys to what? Your truck? My keys to my life. Oh, really? My truck. But. My place, everything. So you must have put them in a spot where you said to yourself, I'll put these here because I know where I'm going to put them. I don't know. And then you forget where you put then them. Then I couldn't find my spare key, which I did find because I obviously cannot yeah. run here that fast. Yeah, you, you got here. Okay. Yeah. Now you just got to, when you go home, are you going right. to be able to get in when you get home? 
Yeah, you know, I got an extra. You're going to crawl up through one of the windows? <laughs> no, my crawling up windows crawling up windows days are over. Uh, hey, I got to show you something I got. Yeah, Somebody, what's that? See this here? Here. Is that a... What, what, is, okay. I was going to guess For old guys was, like you, it looks like something that the nurse hands you to go pee in at the oh, hospital. Oh, yeah, that's but, what I thought this was for. <laughs> yeah, that's because you're an old guy who this doesn't is, bike. That's for... Dan. That's a, bo- a bottle that you put on... Can you read for, it? Yeah, for your liquid. Yeah, it says in case Newbauer doesn't yeah, get you one. Yeah, in case Newbauer forgot to get you one. Oh, you yeah, were, on were you going to get me one at Sherpers? No, I was going to get you one for Christmas, you said. Oh, was that it? You said, here, this is what you well, can get me for Christmas. this will help me because I Like, did, I'm going to buy you a Christmas gift. I did gift. go on another 40-mile <laughs> bike ride this week. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, I should have used the bottle here. Yeah. But I, I got it now. I'm going to take it out of the wrapper. Put some ice in there, and when I go on my next bike ride, I won't feel like I'm going to have a, you know, you're going to die of heat. Yeah. Heat stroke or something. Hey, yeah. uh, speaking of on the bike ride, I uh, am still seeing more monarch butterflies yep. than I have yep. in the past, and uh, which is a good thing to see. I was reading the DNR report, and they were talking about seeing a lot of them in some northern area. But I visited my uh, mother in the nursing home up at Evergreen Nursing Home in... Uh, in Oshkosh. And remember, we had a caller call in and say that there's certain flowers that you could plant. Yeah, for yeah, butterfly. plants. They've got plants, like a yeah. whole little section oh, yeah? planted with all yeah. those flowers. And it was somehow supported by the, it was uh, some monarch organization yeah. that kind of helped support them or whatever. Funded the money whatever, for it to, to plant, plant them. It. And yeah. sure enough, there, there was a magical monarch and it kind of flew along with us for about 70 yards it just kept going when i wheeled my mother in the wheelchair that monarch kind of kind of followed us and then kind of fluttered off into space (laughs) just like when mom dies her soul will flutter off and be free i thought it was symbolic yeah well that's interesting yeah speaking of uh the dnr did you mention the dnr yes i did did you did you see paul smith's article in last sunday's paper uh nope well you know, they talked about the Wisconsin warden shortage and changes in the responsibilities and how it's raising huge concerns. Well, aren't they making them go do the park stuff, Yeah, they, to took, a, they took away the warden. Save money. With, they figured yeah. we'll cut these guys and, out, and those guys can do it. And, uh, you know, Kathy Stepp started that a couple of years ago, brought it to the governor. Governor said, okay, whatever you think is best, you're head of the DNR. Well, guess what? It's not really doing such a good job. Uh, the, 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 the staffing shortage... Shortage, excuse me, has residents concerned about the slack in enforcement of fish and game lawns and the reduced, uh, what do you call it, water safety patrols. Uh, as a matter of fact, over the Memorial weekend, no boat hit the water. No DNR warden boat hit the water. They were all patrolling parks because the parks were loaded with people. Well, since there's no park rangers there with the authority, what? With the authority that, uh, the, that uh, wardens have, the wardens had to be there. And remember, you remember Doug uh, Hoskins? Remember Doug? He was a warden. Uh, he's from Muskego, and uh, he's a retired DNR warden supervisor. And he says it's a tragedy what's going on right now. It's just a tragedy. You don't, you know. First of all, we don't have enough wardens in the state to begin with. You know, they were supposed to hire twenty. I forget what the numbers were. Twenty-six or thirty-six new wardens, and all they got were eleven or something like eleven or twelve. They need a lot more wardens. We have the money for it, but they, I don't know, they just only hired what, so many. What I've been told 
is that a lot of the young guys that the would-be wardens are going to small-town municipality yeah. police departments instead because they pay more. Yeah, yeah. So but if you're warden- a young guy and you've got the training... And you can start, well, I can start here and do this and get this, or I can start here and do this and get that. Normally, you're going to take the one for more money unless you really got that passion to be in the outdoors. Right. And, 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 I, and I know a few wardens that, uh, you know, and I can't, of course, say their names. Just like in Paul Smith's article, there were a number of war- wardens who spoke with anim- anonymity. Yeah, they didn't want to be known who they were, but... They said this is just a big screw-up, you know, by what the DNR is doing right now with the warden situation. And the wardens that I've talked to said, yeah, you know, they're they're running from, uh, you know, from one place to, to a state park that's hours away and then to cover that, and then they got to run back to wherever, and they're just, and there's just not enough of them to, you know, like I said So we in the had beginning, a warden shortage to begin with. And now, and that, now we're going to make the, the low number of wardens or the lesser number that we have do extra stuff yeah. that will take them away. Take them off the and water. And they got rid of the park officers probably just as a money-saving thing, yeah. I'm guessing, right? Yeah. Well, and they took not away like they their authority, those, you know. They you, took their authority yeah, away? There, Why? There might be some guys walking around there, but they have no authority. They are not carrying a gun anymore, Well, you know. Not like they. A lot of these guys, because I had a buddy of mine applied for one of those jobs. He was a former cop, and I'm guessing some of those people might be former law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Maybe sure. who knows if they're yeah. retired or, or maybe not. But it's not like they pay those guys a whole lot of money. Because yeah. I had a friend turn down one of those jobs because he said, "Ah, they really don't pay that much." So they'd be better off just spending the money like they used to and get the people in the parks and forcing, you know, watching the parks yeah. and. And let the wardens go out and enforce the game and fish regulations. Right, exactly. But the park guys, they're there to protect the people in the park and to stop anything bad going on. You I know? realize everybody's yeah. always trying to watch a budget and save money yeah. here and save yeah. money there. But I'm sure the DNR, with their vast budget and resources, could find other areas mm-hmm. to cut back. Yeah. And if you got any comments, folks, 799-1250 is the phone number. That's 414-799-1250 if you want to comment on the warden situation so yeah it, it it is a problem in this state and uh and you know wardens work a lot of overtime so that's where they you know their base pay may might not be as good but they do get a lot of overtime which jumps it up so <laughs> gotta work a lot of overtime being a warden especially nowadays you know when they gotta do double duty you know and and can you imagine some of these big bodies of water, you know, where there are a lot of problems, where and there's a lot of, let's say, anglers on them, and there's nobody there enforcing the rules. And, pe- and you know, the funny thing is, Danny, people know this. People, you know, guys, people aren't stupid. They know nobody's going to be out here checking me for and my now that, short fish Now that you had to go and advertise it. it on the radio to the whole world, <laughs> you're really helping things. Well, that wasn't my intention. No, but aren't I'm you the saying. first guy who would complain when the warden would come pull no, you over? No, no, I like wardens. Oh yeah, oh no, yeah, we talk, talk about, about different things. Oh, I got such funny stories oh, about wardens. All I, the people, where are the wardens no, when they want to I get got, the other guys caught? But no. when they're out there, like, boy, I hope the warden doesn't come. No, out I, and check. I have no problem. He can come check me anytime. You know, I don't care. <laughs> we got all the safety stuff in the boat, and we never have short fish, and we never have too many. Well, that's for sure. <laughs> never have too many. <laughs> But no, it's always uh, everything's always on the up and up. Of course, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, we're you know it's fine. You got somebody with a comment there? No, not really. What? What? Oh, here See, comes you Ryan. You got to wait till the producer tells yeah, I you. I know. We got a we com- got a complaint. Some... No, I'm kidding. We... Um, no. we could probably. I think he wanted you guys to hit on this after the break. He uh, he said he had to go into work, so he wasn't yeah. able to come on the line. But okay. he wanted to know. He said, you know, for the sailboats and people boating, he doesn't know if anybody's policing during the weekend. Because he said he's only almost seen a couple accidents, oh, yeah. and he just he didn't know if there was anybody even out there. It, it, a lot of well, there's not enough wardens. They can't cover every lake, and even the big lakes where there is a lot of activity, they can't always get to them because they got to go to a state park. And there was one uh, one thing where a guy had to drive all the way from Superior to a state park down here, and then back up again. It was really weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. We're going to take a quick break, take more phone calls, stay on the line, folks. We'll be right back with Maybe more. Maybe we can get deputized. There you go. Me and you. <laughs> what park do you want to go to? I'll, I'll go to the campfire with all the cutest chicks Yeah, there you it. go. Uh, I'll go to the park by the casino. Park okay, security. We'll, we'll be right back, folks. She moves without a sound I call her on the telephone She says be there by eight Tonight's the night she's moving in And I can hardly wait Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And Tom got a very exciting phone call. I thought we should have got the guy on the air. Well, it sounded like uh, Tom... he didn't want to come on the air. He just wanted to ask me a couple of quick questions. Tom got all but... excited, jumped out of his chair so fast yeah. when he heard record bass. Well, it, uh, Jaybird, who listens to our show and calls us you know, every now and then out on Pewaukee, sitting on a dock fishing... And uh, he caught a bass, which he says is really, really huge. First thing I said to him was, I said, how long is it? And he said, 28 inches. For a largemouth bass up here, that anywhere, anywhere in the world, that is huge. So I told, I gave him the number of the DNR to call, you know, hopefully to get a warden over there if they're not too busy or somebody from the DNR. Usually somebody from like the... Here we are just talking yeah, about yeah. there's a, a shortage of DNRs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's a guy in a truck. There's a guy in a record truck right down the block. Yeah. Ready to, he'll be there in no, a minute. Usually they'll send somebody from one of their DNR stations, one of their biologists from a DNR station, and then he has to get it uh, weighed on a certified scale. Now, he was going to release it, but I told him, I said, man, that, if that fish is a state record, it could be worth a lot of money to you, you know. So, anyway... Well, see, he said he's going to send a, 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 an, an email to our CEO at ceoguys at yahoo.com with a photo of it. Did you? So I would have told him to put it in a cooler full of water. Well, yeah, I said you got to get alive. it back in water. So hopefully a cooler. Or put it on cooler with ice. That's something. And then yeah. just dr- get it to a certified scale. Right. You could drive over to a. Uh, well, actually, I've even weighed fish at the grocery stores that have certified so have scales. I. Yeah, and or you could have, or you could drive it over to uh, the post office when it opens. Of course, I don't know if it's open on a Saturday. Yeah. Just don't lay the whole slimy fish on their scale. They won't allow that. You got to have it. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have, it, have it in a put a plastic plas- bag or something. Plastic bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you could do that. Uh, you'd probably want to get a couple of. Nowadays, you could just videotape getting it weighed and do it on 
Now there's way more, way easier ways to provide evidence now, yeah. video and photographic evidence. Right. Now that everybody has a phone, right? But now, and and of course, you know, if you do have it wait someplace, they always say you got to. I think you still have to get the person's name and phone number so that yeah. the DNR can contact them and say, "Did you really witness this?" And you it know? can't be your third cousin Julio. No, no, you know who happened to. Uh, that's what that's what they said about some of the spray records is that they that he took the fish to some some place and there happened to be you know they'd have guys come over and they they say hey, hey here you come over here they're just sign you see the <laughs> yeah, fish just here sign this sign yeah. it you saw the fish yeah and they signed it not and, the weight <laughs> and yeah, or whether they you know were really scrutinizing the weight of that yeah. record fish or not yeah yeah that's uh another yeah. thing so so but, we might have broke the 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 news on cutting edge outdoors yeah. the jaybird on Pewaukee Lake may have caught the new state record largemouth bass now at 28 inches, that would be huge. Uh, I've seen 22 inches. Uh, if you look at the In Fisherman Awards, Tom, yeah. each year they they, yeah. they have those In Fisherman Awards, and they'd have the caught and catch and release. Mm-hmm. And the catch and release ones, the biggest ones each year, are, tw- are 28 inches. I don't think I've ever seen a catch and I- release award one for 29. Maybe I saw a 29-incher. <laughs> And typically, you're yeah. seeing places, you know, from like, you know, Florida or wherever. California, those, those some big other Florida places. strain bass. Yeah. And that's what they have in California, too. You know, a lot of them down there. But sometimes those fish are long and not girthy. Some of them are girthy, you know. But uh, for up here in the northern latitudes, yeah, that that's that's pretty huge. I In my life, I have caught several 24-inchers. One was heavy. One was... I think dying of old age, <laughs> it right. was pretty small. Uh, but my heaviest one ever that I never did get weighed, but it was from Pewaukee Lake, and it was a 23-and-a-half-incher that was – it was on the cover of a magazine, as a matter of fact, me holding it up and all that. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't have to hold it out, Danny. No. No, I, I was holding it with my elbow next to my body like that. Right. You know, I mean, it it was huge. Yeah, 23-and-a-half-inches, and she was round, man, I'll tell you. I should have had it weighed. I mean, I know it was over seven pounds. How much over? I don't know, and well, I'm not going to exaggerate on it. I think it was uh, Dakota Kep, a couple Tom Kep's son, a couple of years back, got a seven and a half pounder on mm-hmm. Pewaukee. There well, was a picture of that mm-hmm. in Smokies, in the old Smokies. Uh, I lost several monster bass muskie fishing there over the years that I thought were small muskies mm-hmm. right up until the end, and then you saw them, and they were a huge bass, yeah. and, that's, and then they'd shake off. Yeah. I know I, uh, let's see now, the, the one big one was on Big Cedar, one was on Beulah, and then one was on Pewaukee, you know, the three biggest. See, I think that the reason you tend to lose those big bass musky fishing is with today's tackle now, you got no stretch line, you got big heavy hooks, and you go to do a musky type hook set, and, mm-hmm. and a bass's lip, I think you end up tearing. Yeah, probably tearing tear big it more holes, so, yeah. And then it makes it easier for them to shake their head and back off. Yep. And mm-hmm. shake off of it. Yep. So they get and, off easier and than it's the surprising, muskies, I think. And it's surprising how many big bass, you know, let's say like five-pounders, are caught uh, by muskie anglers throwing muskie baits. So th- those big bass aren't shy of grabbing some larger baits, you know. They're not shy about it, that's for sure, you know. That's why I've often thought, why doesn't a guy go to a big bass lake here and try using the big shiners like they do down south? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah why not? Nobody ever does it. Well, if you if you went on Pewaukee, you'd probably catch muskie and northerns and walleyes. Yeah, 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, but I mean, yeah, you might catch some bash. But you know, it, yeah, I know you. You and John teased me a number of years ago when I said, if you want to catch uh, a number of fish of a certain species, you got to go to a lake that has a lot of those species. You know, I mean, well, I mean, it's like that was when it's, did me and John break up laughing. Oh on that yeah, one? you guys were teasing oh, me. You know, but you know, <laughs> but the thing is, is like you know, you you you, you if you want to just... catch, uh, you know, let's say a lot of bass, you don't go. A, to a lake that's noted for walleyes, you know, you go to a lake that's noted for bass, you know, or if you want to catch walleyes, you go to a lake that's noted for walleyes. You don't go to a lake that's noted for bass and northerns. You know what I mean? So I can see why yeah. we laughed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I can... But but you know, I mean, I know this one young fella. He he says, I just can't catch a fish. I can't. And well, maybe you're just throwing your baits in the wrong places. Well, I said, what are you using? Buzz baits. Looking said, for bass in all the wrong <laughs> yeah. places. Is this, you ever use anything else? <laughs> you know? Oh, God. So who do you got there, Ryan? That's... You got to wait for him to tell you, yeah, Tom. I know. So too this... eager for these phone calls here. You got to let it come to you. Okay. This is Neil, and he's got a story for you guys. Okay. Hey, good morning, Neil. Hello? Uh-oh, you got to press a different button. Oh, there no. we go. Here Hi. he is. Here's Neil. Hi, Neil. Hi. What, what, what's, what's your story? I was up at uh, Boulder Junction last weekend. That was the he won the trip. Winner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did yeah. that go, Neil? Uh, we caught three smallies. Yeah, that was it? Uh, yeah, well, we lost the fourth one at the boat. Yeah. Uh, the wife had a 20-inch 5-pound. Wow, that's a nice fish. And uh, I had a 15 and a 13-inch. Okay. Well, that's cool. Smallmouth, hard-fighting yeah. northern smallmouth. Oh, were. What were your tactics, live bait or artificial? Two, two baits. Two baits. Two baits. Oh, gotcha. tubes. Gotcha. Fishing uh, mm. rock bars or reef? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh. So you had a good time, though, right? Oh, very good time. Yeah. Uh, stayed uh, about three nights uh, at Boulder Bear and uh, had uh, breakfast at uh, the Granary. Yeah, I was going to ask. They got some good good chow places up there, good little restaurants and stuff. Yeah, they too. do. Uh, yeah. Did Dennis take you out for a drink? <laughs> that son of a gun. <laughs> yeah. No, we went out the uh, half day with Irv Keller. Yeah, okay oh, yeah. with Irv. He's a nice guy. Yeah, Dennis said he's going to call in later today. Oh, he will. Good. He can give us that up north report. He'll give us the uh, give us yeah. the report. Did you fish for anything other than the smallies? No, just the smallies. Yeah? Just okay. the smallies. That's cool. Well, it was a very good time up there. Well, good. that's great. Well, thanks for calling, Neil. We do appreciate it. Hey, yeah, as far as uh, yeah. Gordon, did you guys... Uh, Say anything about uh, wardens leaving uh, Wisconsin to go to other states? Yes, some of them do because the other do. states pay okay. more. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard that going on. Too. Where are they going to Minnesota? Yeah, that's one state, but there's other states that pay you know more money. Because so I can see, especially wardens say around the Lacrosse area, those areas, those border areas, that if they talked, you know, they interact with some of the Minnesota sure. wardens on cases and they're yeah. finding out hey come work for us over yeah. here you can make right. 35 grand a month yeah. a year more yeah. uh yeah you'd seriously consider it if you're a young guy it's all about you know you know we all got our passion and love mm-hmm. do what you love to do but bottom line is we all want to make money in well, this it's world like danny if you, if you were making money, money talks and you know what walks hey, and, if, if you were making money here fishing and but somebody said hey you can make more money in minnesota fishing it's still fishing you know i mean it's they got fish, we got fish, so why not go over there? Just like over the warden, you're doing something that they love in the outdoors. It's doors, still just, wardening. It's still wardening. Over it's on, like uh, gardening. Yeah. Just over. if you garden here and go. All right. Thanks, garden. Neil. We got a uh, we got a fish yeah. update here online All too. Right. Then too. Thanks, Neil. Talk Take to care, you later. Neil. Good luck. Bye.
All right, here we go. Okay, who's here this? Here we go. Is we this got... Jaybird? Yep. Yeah, Jaybird, what's up? All right, boys, so it's 27.1. Uh, don't have, didn't, wasn't able to weigh it, uh, but got a picture of it being measured, um, and I let it go. You did. Did, did you send I, us a I photo? Yeah, I have. A, I sent them to you. No, you I mean, didn't. I, I don't yeah, have I mean, it yet. Tom's getting all excited no, over here, Jaybird. Uh, that's okay. We'll send... calm him down. Oh, here it is. We'll calm okay. him down. Was it so a I fat? Three picks. All right, I'm 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 gonna open them up right now. Oh, I'm boy, gonna this download them all. like a little kid at Christmas. Huh? I was like shaking, man. <laughs> now I hope I just hope you're in the photo so we can get an idea of this. I'm song. not actually. Uh-oh. He was taking a photo, Tom. For Christ's sake! Yeah, huh? well, you could have taken a selfie. No, yeah. Why not? With a 27-inch. 27-inch. Huh? What the heck? He didn't it want says, to wake his wife up. He's like our says, producer, Ryan, here. Doesn't hey, want to wake the wife up. I wanted to said, wake her up. Guys, it says our software is out of date. We don't have a version of WinZip or whatever. Oh, brother. What? Oh, it's sent from an iPhone. Well, that's all right. That should be Oh, here's one. Oh, brother. I don't. Are you <laughs> sure you it measured that It all started when fish? I lost my keys this yeah, morning. I have a I, when it so all started. I, I sent that while I was walking up, and then I have a picture now of it next to the uh, the ruler. Yeah. So, so you got a picture of it on the ruler because that's what people yep. are going to want to see. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, if not, so you, Jaybird probably. Ha- I mean, Ryan probably has one of those phones you're talking about. He's oh no, I got guy. the pictures now. Okay, Tom's got Tom's got the pictures. Here. And I sure would like to see the third picture, but this thing won't let. God, I hate. Yeah, the internet's struggling a little bit. I can't even get text messages right now. So that's probably why you're having some, some issues. All right. Well, we got the pictures, Jaybird. Well, awesome. We're going to. All right. We're going to do a little uh, investigative like report. show on. That's when I got the hit. Yeah, we're going Right away. What'd you do? Had the radio on on the dock with you? Yeah, I ha- well, on my phone. Oh, on your phone. I, well, I literally turned it on after my first pass, threw my next pass out, and nailed him. What'd you catch it on? Um, uh, uh, oh, that's a damn nice fish there, Jaybird. Hey, we got to run to a break. Thanks for calling. All right, have a good one, guys. Okay, Take you care. too. Bye now. Yep, bye. Let's go to a break real quick. 414-799-1250 is the phone number here in the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors with Danny Bush, me, Tommy the True Newbauer, and our producer, Ryan Horvath. We'll be Come here, I'm gonna eat you! I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain! Get in my belly! The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. Now, if you miss any part of this recipe, just go to 1057fmthefan.com. Look under uh, show radio, you know, shows, click on that, scroll down for Cutting Edge Outdoors, and you can get the first hour, the second hour, and you can listen to it. If you, but this is pr- actually pretty easy. Got your pencil and papers ready. Now is the time of the year when your zucchini should be popping out of their plants. If not, they will be any day or week now. I mean, they got to be. I'm, I'm getting zucchinis now, so I'm sure a lot of you are. And one of my favorite things to do as soon as I get you know, zucchinis, zucchinis out of the garden is making zucchini pancakes. What you say? Zucchini pancakes? You take one cup of grated zucchini... One egg, one cup of flour, one quarter cup finely diced onion, one quarter cup grated cheese. In mine, I like to put one finely diced jalapeno, of course. And then you put enough water in it to make it pancake-like consistency. 
you spoon it, you know, with a big spoon, spoon it into a into hot oil and fry to golden brown, both sides. I'm telling you what, folks, then you add a little butter to it, you put some maple syrup or the pancake syrup on it, it is really good. I know I'm making Ryan hungry over here, but that is really good. Zucchini pancakes, easy to make, excellent to eat. The Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price, selection, and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street in Barstow in Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com. Come here, I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. And you know what I'm going to make next week, Danny? I'm going to test it out this Mm. coming week. Venison hash. You've had corned beef hash? Yeah. This is going to be venison hash. Venison hash. And I'm going to test it out, which I'm sure it'll be good, but I'm going to test it out this week. Yeah. Once you hash that out, let us know how it went. (laughs) So we got the picture of uh, Jay Bird's. He sent a picture of fish. Sent and three pictures. And yeah. uh, looks like a nice big, big bass. And yeah, he, nice he bass. did say it wasn't quite 28 inches, but he ended up letting it go. So um, but no I, picture guess, next I guess to we'll a never ruler. know for yeah. sure. We there's no wasn't a picture next to a ruler, so it was hard to tell. But you could see it was a big bass. And yeah. congratulations, yeah, Jaybird caught a big bass and, and released it. So being a true sportsman. Yep. Once again, and uh, he didn't whack it over the head with a crowbar and strap it to the t- top of his car and <laughs> drive over to the DNR hey, station. Danny, why don't what? you ask me what the biggest bass I ever caught was? Oh, Come boy. on. Gee, Tom, what was the biggest bass you ever caught? Funny you should ask that, Danny. <laughs> the biggest bass I ever ca- caught only had one eye until I walked around the other side of it and saw the other eye. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Okay, let's get some. Tom. Ryan. And Ryan wasn't even listening to that one. Otherwise. Oh, I was listening. Oh, Me and John. Oh, I miss John. John and I, we used to all just shake our heads because Tom would just love his own jokes. So I got Badger, I got better ones here. This is the latest edition hey, of Badger Sports Sportsman. Oh, yeah, so here we go. We got some good ones. Here's one. Handle every stressful situation like a dog. If you can't eat it or play with it, just pee on it and walk away. <laughs> Here's one for you, Ryan. A married man should forget his mistakes. There's no use in two people remembering the same thing. I agree. Okay. Here's another one. Marriage is really hard. This comes from Wally. Wally, 50-plus years, a bachelor, recently married for the first time. Okay, let's see. Marriage is really hard. That's his, that was it? It's, is that all Wally said? Marriage all, is really hard? That's what he said. He just It's just married recently. Yeah. After 50 uh, years. Here's one. No man has a good enough memory to be a successful liar. That was Abraham Lincoln, I guess. Yeah. Well, which is true. Huh? That's true. Liars forget their lies. And then they start telling you different things, and you say, well, didn't a couple weeks ago you tell me something else? You know else? what? <laughs> That's what that meant. I didn't get yeah. it at first, but yeah, you're you, you, right. you got to have a really good memory to be See, a good liar. See, that's why the liars get in trouble. That's how yep. the cops get these guys. Yeah. They, their story goes and goes yeah. and goes, and then they will, but, but didn't you tell me before yeah. this? Oh, well, yeah. Danny, it's just like on like those judge shows, like Judge Judy, Judy, Judge Marilyn or whatever. They send in these affidavits with their complaint, and then the, they say something totally different in court, and the judge says, but wait a minute, in your complaint, you didn't say that. You said this other thing. This is totally different. Speaking but, yeah, of- that's why it's best just to tell the truth. Speaking of judge, uh, mm-hmm. do you hear how Judge Janine got uh, – 
shouted down on the five by, I think, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, told her F you, F you a bunch of times. And well, get, Whoopi Goldberg's her, an her, idiot. Kicked her out of the studio. And, you know, what's Judge what? Janine. Yeah, yeah, she's on Fox I, News. And, oh, okay, and they wouldn't let her talk. And then backstage is when she yeah. told her, when, when Judge Janine tried to talk civil to her, she just said, F you, F you, and get out of here, this yeah. and that. And it, it, it's kind of the, the, typical. the liberal meltdown. Yep. It, it, talk about bullying, for yep. God's sake. Oh, they're, they're, I mean, is is she going to sensitivity training like Josh Hader now? Yeah, they sh- she, yeah she should. She's, uh, you know, but uh, aren't they supposed to be, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? They're supposed to be more forgiving. What's the word? Uh, Magnanimous? No. Let's come up with big words. No. Forgiving. No. Loving. No. Caring. No. Accepting. No. no. All of those. Loving, caring, accepting, as long as you don't disagree with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, if you disagree, they won't let you talk, so... They just start just, hollering, just start and, hollering and, and yelling, and that's typical. The world coming to you know it's that's more typical. uncivil in the world now than than ever. Mm-hmm. And then what's going on in the world with all these? Well, in the area with all the accidents lately. I'm not driving to work lately, but every day I turn on the radio. There's a huge accident somewhere. Oh, with the people semis are, falling people, over now. <laughs> people are rear-ending each other and stuff. Um, semis flipping and starting on fire. Well, I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you what happened last uh, last week when I came to the studio. I went and had to go pick up Joe. So when I right. when I rounded um, heading down, well, I come in on 94, and then I head south heading towards Hales. The, the hail, yeah. and then you swing on 894 right. towards the airport. I come around the corner. Now, the roads were wet at this point. Yeah. I came around the corner, and I'm like, what's that up on the side of the road? There's a semi laying on the side of the road with its tires, like, facing. like it's, it. Yeah, hit, it's on its side. On its side, like yeah. it had taken the corner too fast. Yeah. Now, you see a ve- something like that. There's no other vehicles around. I assumed that it had happened overnight right yeah, they just didn't yeah. get the semi out of there yeah and after i drove by i looked back in my rearview mirror and the headlights were still on on the thing i think it may have just happened so then i'm trying to determine should i turn around and go back and then i saw a couple of police cars coming oh, okay. the other direction with their lights on and when i left yesterday i didn't drive up there but i i took Leighton and i glanced up at I saw a bunch of lights flashing lights and stuff so i wonder if that semi had just yeah, gone around yeah. and i i is Truck drivers used to have a reputation of being like the best, safest yeah, drivers on yeah, the road. Yeah, it seems like there's more and more accidents with with truck drivers. Are, are are the truck places so hard up to try and get new drivers that are they getting inexperienced drivers or, or, or what's going on? Or are people is it or is it the text message world? Is everybody texting? Because I think you know people are rear ending each other yeah. and stuff. Well. That's one of the problems is the texting and the talking on the phone and all that. You know, yeah, that's that's a big problem with the, with the rear ending. Plus, oh, everybody definitely. drives so crazy and aggressive when they get on, on the road. Sweet little old lady, she thinks she's on the Autobahn, you know. <laughs> she's Mario Andretti coming around the third turn trying to pass and win the Indy. Yeah. It's like everybody has to race ahead of everybody. Oh, God. Hey, Danny, when we come back, we got the Hornschwoggle. Oh, we do. Oh, yeah, and somebody's, and that's sponsored you're, by Bait Mate Fish Attractants. You're Hornschwoggling me. Yeah, and Coleman, I don't believe it. And Coleman Insect Repellents. Take off, you hoser.
So you can win a really nice prize package, and we'll what tell you What kind of how. prize package, Tom? Well, some bait-made fish attractants. Come on, Lawrence. Well, oh, a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful prize, package. prize package. There we go. Be the contestant. Be the first caller at 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Danny's going to make three statements. You get two out of three correct by saying you're a hornswoggle or no hornswoggle, and you're going to be a wonderful winner. A wonderful winner. So call right now, 799-1250. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, 799-1250. If you got a call about a big bass you got, a big muskie you got, uh, problems, need some marital counseling, Tom will help you with that. Tree in your driveway, Ryan will remove it. Give us a call, <laughs> 799-1250. Now we've got our Hornswoggle segment. Who's our lucky contestant? We have Andrew from Milwaukee. Hello, Andrew. How you doing? Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Okay, so you know how this works, the hornswoggle. I'm going to make three statements. If I'm pulling your leg, you say, that's a hornswoggle. Uh, Okay, that's a hornswoggle. If I'm telling the truth, just say, no hornswoggle. So here we go. Bass. We're talking about giant bass being caught off people's pier on Pewaukee Lake. Bass (laughs) eat frogs, but they will not eat frogs in the fall when the frogs are molting. No hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. That's a hornswoggle. <laughs> That's a hornswoggle. Okay. So, but you got two more chance. Okay. Next one, butterfly. I'm a big fan of the monarch, butterf- the monarch butterfly. And the monarch butterfly, their caterpillars feed on the milkweed plant. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? No hornswoggle. That's a no hornswoggle. Okay. That's one. So here you go. You got another one here. No what, pro- Andrew doesn't get a little zinger, like ring? Oh, yeah, you got to give him the ring. Come on, Ryan. Give him a... Give him a hold on, your ring's he, coming. He earned it. There, there we go. There go. little applause there. Everybody gets a trophy. Okay, um, snapping turtles. Snapping turtles will eat dead stuff off the bottom of the lake, but they have been known to try to maybe grab a little duck now and then. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. All right. We got a winner. You got it. If you were listening to our show regularly, you heard our friend Keith call in about a week or so ago about a a goose that he rescued from the jaws of death. Right. right. uh, (laughs) So what we need you to do, Andrew, is hold on. And our good friend Ryan, our esteemed producer back there, I got a lot of good things more to say about him. But he's going to go get your, uh, put you on hold. He'll get your information, and, and we'll get that. To, oh, prize package. i got to ask you, first of all, what ki- what flavor bait mate fish attractant do you want? What what type of species of fish? For bass. Bass. We'll get you some bass. And for your Coleman insect repellent, do you want something DEET or DEETless? DEET. DEET. Do you want, like, 40 100%? What do you think as far as the DEET? Percentage. Uh, 40% sounds good. All right. Sounds good, Andrew. Thanks for listening. Hold tight, and we'll get your info. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. All right. Take All right. Care. We got a winner. That's good. Yeah, that's right. Was that last week or the week before? The guy said that, yeah. Or Keith. Yeah, was telling us how. Keith. 
The and snapping turtle had a hold of the goose leg. <laughs> also, I want to tell our listeners, after the 7 o'clock hour, this is news to Tom, but he's going to tell his scary story about this I am? fishing story. Yes, because Joe, who was in the studio last week, really wants to hear the story, and he kept calling and texting me this week going, when's Tom going to tell that story? Yeah. I really want to hear that story. I said, we'll have Tom tell the story after the 7 o'clock hour. Well, there were two of them, actually. Good, good. So Joe is turning on the radio. Now, for a young guy who is 19 years old to get up at, you know, 7 in the morning, that's pretty tough to do for a young guy. Mm -hmm. And he's getting up special to hear your stories, Tom. You know, it's funny, Danny. When I, when I was younger... I was a night person, slept late in the morning, stayed up late at night. And now that I'm older, I get up early in the morning and go to bed early at night. <laughs> well, you want to know why that is, Tom? Okay. Enlighten me. Okay, old, so I think that has something to do with anthrop Swami. anthropomorphism. Is and that right? This goes back to caveman days. Oh, this is yeah. Neanderthal Cro-Magnus. Okay. So, Calling me a Neanderthal now or whatever. Well, back in the days <laughs> when it was just a few Neanderthals running around and a few Neanderthal women, there weren't a whole that there was a real danger that the Homo sapiens would not survive, right? So the old uh, the old Cro Magnum caveman man had to stay up late at night and run around and try and impregnate as many Neanderthal Cro Magnum women as he could okay. in order for the species to propagate, right? right? Okay. So when he was young, he had to be up all night long yeah. chasing women all over okay. cave to cave, yeah. woods to woods, you know, tribe to yeah. tribe. It was part of what helped. We had to survive. Yeah, survival yeah, day. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then when the caveman got older, right, then he had Less to... propagating or... Well, he'd already propagated, oh. so he had to stick around the cave to take care of the young ones. So he was on home defense, you know, duty, even though... So he'd get to bed early so he could get up early and be on that defense duty and protect the clan. Oh, I see. It all goes back. It's all nature, oh, Tom. Oh, all, all nature, nature. that's oh, why. Okay. And, then, and even though we've evolved as humans... And we don't, you know, walk around with clubs and spears. We got cell phones and <laughs> cell phones and another cell phone as we walk yeah. around the world. Yeah. We're still on those sl same sleep patterns. I it's suppose. never changed. I suppose. Yeah. You oh. go. What time do you get up in the morning? Uh, about 5.30, give or take five minutes every, every day. Yeah. Without an alarm clock. Every day. Walk outside. Even on the Saturdays and Sundays where I, I could just sleep later, I don't. Walk I, outside, I get and have a smoke, look at the birds. Have a coffee have and a, a coffee. smoke. And coffee a, and, coffee a smoke. and a smoke. Yep, coffee and a smoke. Talk to the rabbits. I talk to the rabbits, too. <laughs> yeah, I talk to them. We got one under living under our deck. I've named him Peter. Pretty creative, huh? Yeah. Yeah, who would have thought of Peter? <laughs> Peter Rabbit. And uh, he'll come right out and... As I sip my coffee and just kind of eat some grass, and I talk to him. Yeah, if I sit there quiet, you know, and and talk to him, that rabbit will come within, I'd say, ten, fifteen feet of me and eat the grass and look at me every now and then. You know, you ask him if he wanted to smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My wife can get you an extra cup of coffee if you want. <laughs> you know, I saw the rabbits eating uh, the dandelion stems. Okay. Uh, it, it was someplace else. It wasn't at our house because I don't have dandelions. I make sure they all go away. Anyway, and uh, but I saw, yeah, they'll they'll chew down that dan that long dandelion stem, and then they stop right before they get to the flowery part. You know, the where like it's white with that that blows around that white stuff with the seeds in it. But they'll 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 
chew down that whole thing, eat that whole thing, boom, 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 real fast. Yeah, it was amazing. The but only, anyway, it's the only problem with those. I know Ryan. Ryan's going like, "What the hell are these guys talking about?" Yeah, How's no, that I going? Gotcha. Just like boom, 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 Ryan. Yeah, I understand. Just like that. Oh. That's how a rabbit eats a dandelion. Oh. Boom, 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 boom. Just like that. Is that really the but sound? They won't eat the white stuff. No. So, <laughs> so. If, oh. if that's all rabbits ate, we'd be stocking rabbits in our yards. But the problem is they eat your they everything, eat everything else. else. Yeah, yeah that's they the eat problem. every they eat everything. It yeah. is now time, folks, here on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors for the sports update with Ryan Horvat. Stay tuned. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.